Day 65. Uh, welcome to the Windows and Mirrors podcast. I'm Keith. I'm John. And this is a podcast where we're going through the entire Bible. Um, and again, just for you guys who are just joining in, the Bible is more like a window than it is a mirror, right? It is a window where we come to see God, right? Not primarily ourselves. And so um, here in 1 Samuel, we come to one of the most, probably the most popular texts well, in well, all the scripture. In all the scripture. Like everybody knows non-Christian, never heard of Jesus, knows David and Goliath, David, right? Yeah. Yeah. So it's like, man, what's what's going on in this text, yeah. bro? So, man, there's just so many things that go on, right? And at the end of the day, remember, <clears throat> context is key, right? So where have yeah. we just come from? First Samuel uh twelve to sixteen, Saul's shown that uh he looks around him and not above him for a sense of strength, courage, and hope. So uh, he's disobeyed God. The kingdom snatched from him. God's mm. going to choose somebody else. He chooses David, uh, yeah. the opposite of Saul, right? Saul is this tall, big, broad, outwardly impressive guy, but inwardly mm. he's so insecure. David is outwardly unimpressive. But inwardly, he's secure. So 16, yeah. David is selected to be king. And then these next four chapters are crazy. Because in yeah. 17, uh, right, David is going to win the most decisive battle. But then by chapter 20, he's going to be exiled. Mm. So it's this weird thing where he's anointed to, to be king. He defeats the foe that nobody else should defeat. And it seems like it should be smooth Sailing, yeah. Yeah, from then on out, but it's not. And that's one thing I think that we see with God. We learn to expect the unexpected, that mm. the promised end goal really is no indication of the journey. Yeah. So, yeah. So, yeah. David, uh, yeah. So, right here, we're, we're going to see the difference between David and Saul again. So, 1 yeah. Samuel 17, uh, Goliath comes out, mm -hmm. you know, nine feet, nine inches, big, giant, yeah, taunting everybody. And what you see is this. Talking greasy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. Everybody's shook. Everybody's shook. shook. Oh my gosh. I was screwed on that. They yeah. shook because they look at him and they compare him, their problem, to them. Yeah. So people are shook. And then mm -hmm. David comes in. David's different, yeah. Mm -hmm. David mm -hmm. is different because David comes through and David doesn't compare his problems to him. Yeah. David compares his problems to God. To God. Ah, yeah. that's good. So that's everybody good, else, when they compare it to them, they're shook. How are we going to do this? How are we going to solve it? That's so David good. comes through and says, oh, yo, who's this uncircumcised cat? Defying. God? The and y'all just going to let him too. talk like this? Yeah. So David says that, and yo, his brother is like, yo, man, I know your heart. You're arrogant. You just wanted to come here and, mm -hmm. yeah, be a part of the mix. And mm -hmm. David, David's shocked because he's like, what? Like, I seem like I'm the only one here that really feels like God can do something about this problem man and right. one of the things that you find out is yo man people that are courageous that step out in faith and mm -hmm. 
courage often have their motives misinterpreted and misunderstood by people that are cowards. Right? Amen, bro. People yeah, that are that, shook. Yeah. That viral tweet you sent out. <laughs> yeah, mm, yeah, yeah. That's fire. Yeah. Folks that are shook just can't seem to th- understand. Why would you do that? Why would you put yourself in harm's way? Why would you do this? It must be because of something that you want. And David is like, no, like, man, he got a problem with God, so he's got problems. So David goes, mm-hmm. uh, Saul comes through, and Saul's like, yo, what are you going to do? You're just this little guy here. Take my The best that you can do is let me give you the best that I have. Yeah. David's like, nah, listen, you're comparing your problems to me. That's the wrong way. Mm. You got to compare your problems to God. David yeah. rises up. Yeah. Strikes yeah, no. him down. He's yeah, gone. Washes him quick. Super dope. Cause man, like that's, that's what we do, right? Like that's right. human t- nature. Like we yeah. look at our problems and we say, there's no way I'm good enough. Right. There's no way. I'm holy enough. There's right. no way God will accept me enough. I keep failing. I, I, I like, right. I. Yeah. But it's like, we forget the God who's on our side, right? That's like, what and I'm not saying. to say, bro, like, again, I don't want the text to be so moralized to like every battle I'm in. No. I'm like David and I trust God and it's, I win. <laughs> but it's right. like, at the same time, as we go through life, all of our problems have to face a bigger problem, right? Right. Mm. Yeah. 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 And I think it's like in this story, we're reminded of two things, right? We, the people of God, mm-hmm. are waiting for a champion, right? So Amen. David is this Christ figure, right? Yeah. So Absolutely. what you find is like, this is just, this is not just a story about how you're to face things that, that, that come your way, mm-hmm. but it is one that shows, no. David's confidence was in the fact that God was with him. David's like, yo, I've never fought a giant before, yeah. but I fought a bear and a lion, and I crushed mm. him with my bare hands because God was with me, and I know that the same God that was with me in a different scenario is still the same Savior, right? The yeah. scenarios change, but mm. the Savior uh, stays the same. Mm. And, and what you see is this, right? David defeats Goliath takes his own sword, chops his head off, runs it into town. The Philistines are shook. And it says this, when their hero died, they fled, right? Mm. And so this is a story, not just about us. It's a story about our champions. You fast forward to the New Testament, and do you know what you, you, you get? You get the disciples who have a hero in Jesus. Mm. And Jesus died. And do you know what they do? They flee. The difference is Goliath ain't get up from the dead. Jesus got up from the dead, right? And then mm. when he got up from the dead, he gathered his people that fled and they realized, oh, it's not just that our champion is strong, it's that yeah. you can't kill him. Mm. So as, as we compare any problem to him, every problem has a termination date. Jesus yeah. doesn't. So they're filled with this sense of courage man and the rest of the story goes on and on yeah jonathan you know is juxtaposed with saul saul's gonna get it wrong all the time jonathan is gonna be this one bright spot in the house of saul jonathan and david have this great love for him and what you get is jonathan loves him but saul saul loathes him because at the end of the day saul is not the type to look up to god in gratitude 
he's going to look around in grumbling. So mm-hmm. even when people, he got David on his side, even when he tries to sabotage him, David is winning these battles. And instead of saying, yo, God, I thank you for this person that you have next to me, envy, envy has him, right? Envy will have you, you know, trying to sabotage the very means of blessing that God has put in your life because somebody else sees that God's with somebody else. And it's just, Mm. yo, that's this crazy story where at the end, 1 Samuel 20, Saul basically peeps that Jonathan is trying to save his son. And he goes to his son and he's like, you son of a Mm. (laughs) perverse rebellious woman, right? Yeah. And- so real, yeah. Yeah, trying to yeah. kill his own son. And Jonathan just shows this love and that, man, yo, yo, it, it, yo, greater love has no man in this that he would lay down his life for his friend. John mm. Is, mm. Jonathan is willing to lay down his life for uh, David because he has a sense of what God wants to do through him. And so that's what I said at the end. David is anointed king. Yeah. He wins the most decisive battle and instead of it being this uphill smooth ride to glory, mm. it's going to be this 13-year endeavor of him running for his life. Yeah. And that's this, look, the end goal is no indicator of the journey, but it is an indicator of the end goal. So even right. in the midst of the journey, we don't have to look around us when things get tough. We just step back and are reminded of the promises of God. God can't 